Okay, so I have literally had many, many clients say during a couple's therapy session, hey, can, can you just tell me what to say here so that I don't actually make things worse? And for years, I would think to myself, come on, it's not as difficult as you are making it out to be. It's just all about being empathetic or show genuine curiosity to what your spouse is telling you. But in reality, I guess it is kind of difficult. And that really doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you or certainly not with your spouse. We just haven't necessarily learned how to not only be curious, but how to remain curious when our spouse says something that gets us all up in our emotions. So for example, a couple of days ago, I had a fellow bald husband on my couch and his wife sitting by his side, and we're just warming up. We're, we're getting ready. We're building some rapport to get ready to dive into some serious couples therapy. And the wife had passed a gentleman in my waiting room who had just hair for days on his head, his beard. And she just made a comment as we were sitting down about how she just, she loved his hair. She coveted his hair. She wanted his hair. And her husband, you could see, he just visibly withdrew. He sunk back in my couch And then for about five minutes, he just seemed kind of out of it. And so when we finally started diving into therapy, he said, can I just bring something up? Uh, And he said, it's obvious that she wishes that I had hair like that guy. How am I supposed to compete with that? And his wife said, hang on. So I can't even comment about somebody's hair without you getting upset. And I literally called a timeout with my hands and everything. And I had them pull out my CCS or Connected Conversation Script. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And these amazingly wonderful professional people who have been married for over 20 years, one with an advanced degree, read from the script these things to say and things to ask and things not to say, these things that I call landmine statements. Nobody wants to step on a landmine. And by the end of the session, they were connected. They had been able to communicate about this very conversation around this guy's luxurious, glorious hair, which I do admit, I wish I could uh, have his hair as well. And the husband then said, what I hear so often, you know, I shouldn't need a script for that to happen, for me to be able to talk to my wife or my kids or colleagues at work, to which I simply said, all right, I hear you. And you are welcome to invite those feelings of feeling like you shouldn't need a script to sit right beside you on the couch while you actually use the script that just literally brought you closer to your wife. And there are plenty of things in my life that I feel like we should already know or things that we shouldn't need. And as I've said for many, many years, nobody likes to be should on. And that includes resisting the urge to should upon ourselves. And I reframed what my client was saying to, hey, check it out. I need a script. What's that all about? To which we were easily able to say, okay, well, you, you didn't have that type of communication modeled to you growing up. And it certainly doesn't help you in your job in this particular person's instance where he literally gets paid to argue. So coming up on today's episode of The Virtual Couch, I welcome Magnetic Marriage co-creator Preston Pugmire back for episode two of three, where we break down one of the key foundational pieces of our Magnetic Marriage course, the CCS, or the Connected Conversation Script. And with that said, if you like what you heard last week about the four pillars of a connected conversation, and you like what you heard today about the Connected Conversation Script, then head immediately to tonyoverbay.com slash magnetic and sign up to learn more about the launch of the second round of the Magnetic Marriage course, which is coming up in just a few weeks. Okay, so let's get to today's episode, part two of three of my three-part interview series with Preston Pugmire, co-creator of the Magnetic Marriage course, and how to take your marriage from mediocre to magnetic. I'm your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, as a father of four, 
ultra marathon runner and creator of the path back an online pornography recovery program that is helping people leave pornography in the dust as far as turning to it for a coping mechanism it's helping people become the person that they always wanted to be and yes group calls every wednesday night that have been phenomenal amazing people presenting some very powerful messages and sharing about the whole path back program and the uh, just the community in general. It's one of these things I always wanted to be, this uh, this group of people that are united in this cause of living their best lives and and putting pornography as a coping mechanism in their rearview mirror. And you can find that at pathbackrecovery.com. If you're interested to know more about the group calls, that sort of thing, you can shoot me a message through tonyoverbay.com or through pathbackrecovery.com. And please follow me on Instagram at Virtual Couch or Facebook, YouTube, and quickly uh, following up on, I did a little bit last week on an email that I received And uh, thank you for the amazing outpouring of positive emails that came in this last week. That was very kind. I really wasn't putting that out there last week saying, hey, everybody, you know, somebody got frustrated with me. So send me nice emails. But it was really nice. I really do appreciate that. And uh, and I really do my best to get back to people as uh, as as best as I can. And I uh, I just wanted to remind people I'm coming to Salt Lake City to speak at a mental health conference uh, on Monday, May the third. The topic is faith crisis and mental health. It's something that I love speaking about. And the Sunday before on May second, I will likely be speaking somewhere in the Salt Lake Valley. More of that to come. So if you're interested, I would love for you to be able to um, stop by, say hi, that sort of thing, wherever I end up speaking. So I will probably talk about that more on my Instagram account. So go follow me at Instagram at virtual couch and I'll get more info on that as the date gets closer. So let's get right to it. Part two of three with uh, co-creator of the magnetic marriage course. And again, don't forget to go to tonyoverbay.com slash magnetic to sign up to be on the list to find out as soon as the next round of the magnetic marriage course is ready for action. But let's get today to talking about this connected conversation script, this this uh, pure gold of a way to communicate. So um, let's get to the interview with Preston, part two of three. Preston Pugmire. Welcome back to the virtual couch. Here we are. Crushing Feels it, like it uh, was only uh, only yesterday that we were talking <laughs> again. Um, and uh, I am excited because now we're going to talk about the connected conversation script. This is the holy grail. This is I mean, we talk about you wanting some information to work with when we were when we were starting to work together. And this is the thing that you saying, Tony, if you don't have one, I will create one scared me to death because I knew you would. <laughs> And so now we have it and it's, this is, this is it. This is the document. So if you haven't listened to part one of our conversation, which was released last week, um, where we talked about the four pillars, go listen to that because that sets up the foundation for this conversation right now. But what we're talking about today is the CCS or the convert, the connected conversation script. And I literally said to Tony, Hey, I need to know what to say. And how does I've been married for 12 years and I am I have taken so many communication classes. I have I have been on stage either speaking or performing or coaching or training at at different companies, at different colleges, at different like I I was a musician. I was I feel like I know how to communicate. I've been on stage over 1300 times. And yet, yeah, sometimes I feel like I don't know what to say to my wife. Could you help me out? What do I say? and What do I not say? 
and 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 then he didn't have a specific thing like a piece of paper i could tell you exactly i could talk you through it which is so funny because i look back on that now and it's like Preston, i'm telling you what to say yeah you know uh right you're going in and but cool but but what happens when we get off this call and you're not here like a little guardian angel uh yeah on my shoulder whispering in my ear telling me what to say and so i said if you don't create this i will yep and then with with that threat we <laughs> what we did is we ended up partnering up together because yeah. he's got this really good uh, like i said in the last last time he's very experienced very knowledgeable and then i have the ability to put it into put it into a framework that is understood and digestible and implementable yeah. from the perspective of somebody who hasn't gone to college for psychology which is me yeah. and every one of our listeners, probably. <laughs> so when everyone, okay, so let's jump. Okay, so this this is your show. Right. I'm not trying to take over your show. Hey, it's quite all right. Uh, so all right. So the the first thing you're gonna do is you really are, and I'll tell you one of the things that I I would talk about often is this concept of flow. That in you know anyone can become the speaker, anybody can become the listener. But what I appreciated the Preston, you said, okay, step one is let's identify who the speaker is and who the listener is, and uh, and I felt like that was really helpful because when I'm working with couples, a lot of times people would say, oh, I didn't even know that I was slipping into a connected conversation script. I didn't know that that's what we were doing right now, and so they're halfway into a what was starting to become an unproductive conversation, and then somebody said, "Wait, I was trying to do the pillars. I was trying to do a, a connected conversation script." So, for the sake of our course, we were having people practice and say, "All right, I'm the speaker and I'm the listener," and I feel like that really um, it clearly defined roles. Yeah. And so, whenever this is an analogy that I'll talk about. I love pro wrestling. And even if you're not a fan of pro wrestling, you can understand this. Okay. There are different, um, basically, uh, leagues of professional wrestling. The biggest league, the biggest promotion is WWE. And if you're working for a different promotion, say in Japan or just somewhere else and, and then you get signed by WWE. It's kind of like going from the minors to the majors. You're working, mm. you're different, and then you come up to here. And what they do, this will all make sense in just a second. What they do is, even if you have been the top, top wrestler in this uh, promotion in Japan, and you've been doing wrestling for 15 years, and you are so like experienced, and you're at the top, you come into WWE, and they put you in the minor league training camp no matter mm. what and you spend three to four weeks just doing mm. the the drills that they would teach somebody when they first start wrestling because they want people to know that look no matter how well you know how to do it we do things a certain way here and it's going to give you a foundation to really do these drills where you're rolling on the mat and you're doing these drops and stuff like that and things. And when I, when I started coming in to talking about the CCS and things, uh, I was like, I've, I'm an adult. I have a mortgage yeah. and I have been married for 12 years and I, I, I know a lot of things about communication. And we came down to this thing of like, it doesn't matter what you know, we are going to have everybody start at zero for just a second. And if you trust mm -hmm. the process, it yeah. will give you a foundation so that 
you can have conversations around higher charged to- uh, charged topics like things like uh, finances, parenting, religion, sex, politics, like these higher charged topics. You can't just go to talk about those right away. You have to talk about lower lower charged topics like groceries or like a yes. favorite movie or something like that or favorite restaurant, the little lower type of things. And we're going to have a piece of paper where you're going to ask these specific questions. And there's a lot of people that I've done this with and that we've done this with. They're like, I feel dumb doing this. But then later on, they have this epiphany of, oh, now I see why I did this this way. I see why I followed the structure and the process. It's the equivalent of Mr. Miyagi, if you've seen Karate Kid. He had Daniel wax the car for several weeks. And then he said, oh, that waxing motion that you've been doing on the car, that's how you block a punch. And mm-hmm. what we are doing is we are we are not being as uh, <laughs> surreptitious as uh, Mr. Miyagi was being, where he was being sneaky. He d- Daniel didn't know why he was doing that. We are telling you exactly why you're doing this. You are having these conversations in this specific way so that you can have higher charged conversations later that fit within a framework. And we're training you how to do it. And you will be blown away at you've been married for however many years and have how many kids and you've had how many thousands and thousands of conversations. And this will get you further than any of those other conversations, the way that you've been doing it. It will. And, uh, and I love that you brought up some of the examples. I have had almost complete therapy sessions around uh, Taco Bell drive through recently <laughs> about if somebody turns a light on when they get up in the morning to get ready to, to go to work or not on whether somebody uses a loofah sponge. And all of these sound like they are, people will think, really, this is what we're talking about. But if you can't have a conversation around these low charge topics, then how on earth can you expect to talk about uh, finances, politics, parenting, sex, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. And you brought up, and maybe we run this through, uh, I think that you brought up a great example. We had someone talking about the concept of a to-do list. And I thought this was one of the coolest ways to watch this happen in the course in our first go round where someone just brought up the, the idea that, uh, cause I resonated with this one. I felt like I, I could have been, um, the person on the receiving end of this conversation. So here's what this looked like is a, a wife in this scenario says, Hey, can you pick these things up at a store and says, here's, here's my list. Can you pick these things up? So the guy goes to the store and picks up some of the things and comes home and didn't pick up all of the things. And so we were off to the races with the four pillars and the connected conversation script. And so here's what that looks like. And I'll, I'm, and Preston, I'd love for you to jump in here as well. Yeah. So, this is where people come in and they say, what do we, like, what do we do with that? And here's, here's what that looks like. So the wife says, will you pick up these things at the store? So in that scenario, um, the, let's say that the husband now becomes the speaker and the wife becomes the listener. So the husband says, uh, she has to assume good intentions that he didn't not pick up things because he thought, I know what I'll do today. When my wife gives me this list, I'm going to get to that store. I'm going to get about 75% of the things I'm going to come home and I'm going to say, there you go. Like that's really going to get her. No, absolutely not. So she is going in, assuming the good intentions. Um, he said, I, I got most of the things I thought that was, I thought that was good enough. So how easy is that for her to want to say that's, that's a bunch of bull. I, I don't believe you. Really? You thought that was okay. You thought that was enough to get 75% of the things. And then, uh, three, she needs to now say, okay, I got to ask questions before making the comments. 
tell me more about that. Tell me, tell me about your trip to the store. Tell me about getting the things off of my list. And then finally, you know, she can't resort in pillar four to say, fine, I guess I'll just have to do everything on my own. I'll never give you another list again. So staying present, then what that conversation looks like is so in this scenario, Preston, I'm sure you remember this, where now we had to step back and say, hey, tell me what two different, what, what does it mean for you to keep a to-do list? And, and that was, it was so cool to watch her say, well, I put everything on my to-do list and that means I have to get these things done. And then to the guy, he said, oh, I put things down on a list so that I hope that I'll remember some things, some of these things to do. So fundamentally at their core uh, ideas about a to-do list are completely different. So when she says, will you get these things on my list? She's saying, will you get every one of those things on my list? Will you not leave that store before you get everything on the list? And he gets that list and now interprets it as what his view of a to-do list is. And it's, Hey, if you can get a bunch of these done, that'd be great. Probably the more, the better, but, uh, no expectation of, of nailing all of these things. So you can see how even on these low charge topics, like, will you go to the store and pick something up? You can have two completely different experiences. And, uh, and thus the four pillars are imperative and being able to communicate with, with through this connected conversation script becomes just again, game changer. Preston. It's beautiful to be able to process this because yeah, to do list grocery, everybody's experienced something like that very recently in the relationship because you're humans going through life. Yeah. And there's so many things that we bring to the table. I recently uh, became aware of, like, me and my wife have wildly different, just fundamental um, differences in how we view the culture of family relationships. Hmm. And I didn't, it's not good or bad, it's just like just different, right. different perspectives about what what it looks like to have a family dynamic. And I'm talking with extended family. And I realized, oh my gosh, it's because her family dynamic was extremely different than mine growing up because she didn't have a, a ton of cousins and uncles and aunts and like, mm-hmm. and all her grandparents. Like the, the way that it, the way that the family was structured through no fault of her own. She was born into the sitch, right? It's just so yeah. different. Mine, I have 50 cousins and uh, 7,000 uncles and aunts and <laughs> 42 grandparents. And, you know, it's like I, there's so yeah. much. And so the dynamic is different, which creates a different culture. And I, neither of them are good or bad or right or wrong. It's just – and but I had this realization of like, oh, my gosh, this is where this disagreement is kind of stemming from. And I was able to discover that so that we could work through it and process it, right? I was able to discover mm-hmm. that because of the CCS, which is there's a speaker and a listener. And then you, you start with a topic and then you have, you ask specific questions and then you make specific comments that are applicable because you, there's, you know, some leeway there with the, you follow the list and you follow the thing. And then I was able to come to a, not like a resolution. That's the cool thing about CCS is it doesn't resolve in that moment immediately. It gives you empathy and perspective so that you can apply it to your emotions and your actions as you move forward in the relationship. Cause you're going to be in the relationship later on. You're going to have your family later on. You're going to have more life things that are going to life at you later on. And when you understand Oh, this is what I don't say. For example, I don't say this landmine statement, which is something that's going to blow up the conversation. I do follow this pillar, 
and I do ask these type of questions, and then I do follow up with these type of statements, and now I lean in, I stay present, and I make sure that you know she feels safe and, and understood, and that she feels really like valued, and her and her um, like perspective and her emotions are validated. And like, okay, now we have a like a, a recipe for mm-hmm. success and it, and it, it will be something that we foster and that we cultivate intentionally over the next several years. Cause we're choosing to stay together in our relationship. Right. When I, I just want to say this, I didn't say that like there was a, not a time when we were almost choosing not to stay together. Right. I was just saying like, we choose each other. We choose this relationship. Yeah. I like this relationship. I want to do life with her. I want to do parenting with her. I want, I want this. I choose it. She chooses it as well. And because of that, it works to have a, a structure around how to have these conversations. It gives us a, a set of, of a set of I don't know, rules, but like a set of things to follow as a set of pillars, mm. a set of like, Oh, I can go back to these, Oh, I set a landmine statement there. Whoops. I, that's why it went off the rails. Okay. What am I committed to next time? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Right? Like this yeah. is the, this is the way <laughs> there's the Mandalorian reference there. <laughs> well, I like though in your situation, Preston, maybe what that would look like out in the wild. And I don't know that exact situation, but if I were playing the role of your wife, then, you know, if I feel like, okay, Preston just uh, did something family related that I, that I would not have done or I didn't anticipate, then the, we're, the, the course has given you the tools and the connected conversation script for me to say, Hey, tell me more about, uh, what that was like growing up with a big family. Yeah. You know, tell me more about that. Take me on your train of thought. So now my job is to, now I'm going to, whatever you're going to say, I'm going to assume, again, I'm going to assume good intentions. If you tell me, oh, well, you know what it's like when you've got, like you said, 700 <laughs> uncles around, you know, you, you don't really have to engage with them or you kind of, they're just there. They'll always be there. They'll come back next time. Yeah. And that's where, you know, if my situation was different and I want to say, no, that's wrong. You know, no, you have to spend time with each one of them because you might not see them again. Right. This is where these things can kind of come off base. So the connected conversation script gives us the tools to say, tell me, Hey, tell me your experience. Tell me more about that. And I love, I think on the last uh, episode, we talked a lot about, um, I will have guys in my office and I'm being a little gender stereotyped where he can say, well, tell me more about that. And then, you know, you might say, well, growing up in this and we would get together sometimes and sometimes you'd have 50 of them. Sometimes you have a hundred of them. Sometimes we would all play together. Sometimes we wouldn't. And then I'm like, and then, you know, you find too often the guy would say, tell me more about that <laughs> and tell me more about that. And we have, I mean, we have a whole sheet full of, you know, what was that like? And, uh, and what do you remember Specific about that? Questions, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it just invites more of that conversation. So, I mean, in that scenario, so that I now am learning more again, I guess if I'm still trying to play the role of Preston's wife, which I, no offense, um, she is far more, uh, easier on the eyes to see. Um, but in that scenario, I, I mean, I'm good. I, now it's exciting to learn more about that, man. What was that like then Preston? Yeah. Or tell me what that was like, you know, with that many people or, and then when you feel heard, the connected conversation script, why we talk about speaker to listener is now, then it is Preston's turn. Uh, now that he feels heard and he hasn't had to defend himself and he hasn't gone into his bunker that now he's going to feel like, Hey, that felt good. It feels good to be heard. And, and I wasn't told I was wrong. I wasn't told I wasn't trying They didn't try to fix me. I wasn't judged. Yeah. And so now, all right, I want to know more about my spouse. Now I'm going to follow the same, the same rules. And Hey, tell me what your experience was like growing up with, you know, not as many, um, member family members, or what did you guys do on your vacations yeah. or family reunions? And that's where, when we are stuck in our bunkers and we're trying to defend ourselves and tell our partner they're wrong, you can see how we are not, we're not growing closer together. 
And so this connected conversation script, along with those four pillars, um, we really do believe you can plug anything into this formula and you are going to learn more about your spouse. And so the, the cool thing about this is it becomes a way of communicating and you're going to you're going to mess up with it. You're not going to do it perfect every single time, but it gives you something to come back to. And I have loved implementing it because when I feel the conversation going into tension or when I feel the conversation mm-hmm. going into disagreement mode or like, Oh, this is going to, this is going to cause problems here or something like that. It, which isn't all the time. I have a great relationship, but like all these things, like I have something that I can come back to. I say, Oh, mm. what would be a question that I can ask now? What would be a, an empathy statement that I could say right now? What would be something where I could be the listener? Mm. What would be something yeah. where I could be, even if what would be something where I could be the speaker? How could I, it gives me something to come back to because the, the mistake that people make often is they will get into conversations with the goal of either resolving it or being right or being heard. Mm-hmm. And the, the CCS makes it clear that the goal is not to be heard first. The goal is to hear them first mm-hmm. then. And then this is how you do it. And it's not super easy, but like, it's very simple and here's what to say and here's how to say it. And so if you've ever had a disagreement with your spouse or if, if you ready for this, if you have a topic that you feel anxious about bringing up, mm, yes, this is a way for you to have a structure and a framework around to, and you practice it with other things first. Yeah. And then you can like have these type of conversations, the, the conversations that you feel anxious about bringing up or you feel anxious when they inevitably do come up. Yeah. That you, because of circumstance. And so if you feel hesitation around some of these or like a little resistance around some of these conversations that you know you want to address with your spouse and not from a manipulative way, but from a, man, mm. I just, this means something to me and I don't know how to talk about this. If you've ever said, man, I'm not sure how to talk about that with them. This is for you because. Well, and, and Preston, oh, no, it's just because it creates an opportunity for you to do so in a safe way. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And you even kind of were, it's funny, you were, you were dropping into a, a transparency statement, even as you were speaking that. And I loved the work that we did creating the transparency statement concept. And I mentioned back in the episode last week about my wife approaching me with a, Hey, you know, there's something I would love to talk about, but I worry that it, you might, you know, this, this might hurt a little bit or it might sting or it might take this the wrong way. And I love when you have a framework, like we're, the four pillars, the connected conversation script. I know in that moment, she's consciously using a transparency statement. She's consciously saying, I want to have a conversation and I worry that there might be some tension here. And so what do I do with that? I know, oh my gosh, no, please. I I want to hear this. I appreciate you even bringing it to me. That means even more to me now. And so I love that we have a whole part in there about these transparency statements so that you can even, even have these conversations that may seem difficult um, and now you can start to approach those topics and they don't have to be the high charge ones we talked yeah. about. Sometimes the, the low charge ones are just as scary based on some of the experiences that people have had in their relationships. So what is a transparency statement? Because they're so powerful. Bottom line is it is a way for you to express something that you're not sure how to express. 
because mm-hmm. you don't want to say it in such a way that's going to cause them to be defensive. You don't want to say it in such a way that's going to cause them to retreat into their bunker or to r- react because people will like fight or flight. Flight is they go away and then they yeah. go into their bunker and they put walls up. But fight is when you do say something that is could be seen as escalating and and they 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 you feel like you're attacked and so you have to attack back mm-hmm. and it could be over something stupid about how to load the freaking dishwasher or something like that absolutely right? and so we're making it seem like every relationship is super petty uh but it's not petty <laughs> this is what it is is every single argument that you have with your spouse is never about what you're arguing about. Never. It's about something mm. else. It's about, it just <laughs> I, is. And this is where we go into deep, deep, like meaning that we've attached to things, but it's not about the dishwasher. It's about something no. else about not feeling safe in the relationship or something like that. That's what it is. Right. So what were you going to say? Absolutely. There? No. Well, it's exactly, I mean, we've got a video in the course that kind of addresses that, that mm. makes me laugh that I was already thinking of, but I also feel like this is uh what the honestly present in the last nine months, six to nine months that we've been putting the course together. And I've been telling you constantly, I'm field testing this thing in my office on the couch right behind me. And I would, I would then reach out to Preston and I would say, um, man, I really feel like I'm, I'm even getting to a better place with the couples therapy. And I feel like this has allowed us. I, I didn't realize, I, I mean, I think I did, but I didn't realize that people were so caught up in that minutia of arguing about the dishwasher and the Taco Bell drive through and the, light on in the closet and the constantly over and over. And then they would try to dip their foot in the toe of the really high charge topics of what it's that, really that, about. Yeah, exactly. And that wouldn't go well either. And so then they would come up with even more of these low charge topics and still feel like you don't get it. I don't feel heard that it's been pretty phenomenal to watch how quickly when people have a framework that they can then kind of plow through those low charge topics. And then, you know, it doesn't mean that now they get to the high charge and they're easy and rainbows and unicorns and pots of gold, but people weren't even close to having those conversations be productive, those high charged topics. And, and, and I, until I feel like, uh, I mean, I could do a lot of the four pillars and that kind of work, but the things that we're going to talk about even next week, uh, the things that you really wanted to put in the course, and I'm so grateful now you did, but we're going to get into some more of that, uh, the, the polarity and the energy and those things, you know, that does now provide, I feel like the final steps of, yeah. Now we've got, we're different. We have the, we got, we have pillars. We have a conversation style and script and, and this, the parts we're going to talk about next week. And I would love for you to give us a little sneak preview that those are really, I didn't know how important those would be to then say, okay, now we know how to communicate about difficult things. So what he's talking about, we'll get into this next week is about stepping into your core energy. Um, and it's, it's basically how do you show up? Like, how do you show up energetically? And it's really kind of like abstract concept, which we really Mm -hmm. go into in the course. But bottom line is, are you being out of alignment with who you truly are? And it it can be exemplified with like, think about it, like yin and yang. Okay. You have Mm -hmm. everybody seen the yin yang, right? Like the inverse, like thing there's, they fit together and they complement each other. It's the masculine and the feminine energies. And it's not male and female, but it's, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that more. But what it comes down to is if you're out of alignment with who you truly are energetically, it's going to show up in the relationship as misalignment and mm-hmm. negative tension because you don't feel like yourself. So have you ever felt like there's just something 
off, but you can't put your finger on it in the relationship. Because I did for years. And when I started studying with the people like Alison Armstrong and Tony Robbins around these concepts, it shifted the way that I look at my energetic role in the relationship. And when I changed how I show up, it changed everything in the relationship. And it was huge. And so the, we'll get into that next week, but it mm. comes down to, okay, we have the four pillars in place. Now we have a CCS where you're going to take accountability. And the CCS is the connected conversation script where you know what to say, you know how to say it, you know what to ask, you know how to, to create uh, empathy and understanding. And if you don't, if you want to say something, but you don't know how to say it, we have a literal template. It's like an uh, <laughs> ad libs, mad libs, whatever thing like you mad libs, mad, mad libs. libs. Yes. You put your, you, yeah, mad libs. You put your thing in there. You, you, you put your uh, emotion in there. You put your phrase in there. You put your thing that you want to, it's like a template and you say this to your spouse and it diffuses things instantly. I, it feels like magic, Tony. It feels it like does. magic. <laughs> when I started to implement this, I was skeptical. And yeah. then when I started using it, I was like, wow, it diffuses the tension so in a positive way so that we can have these conversations. And so we feel understood. And she said it to me and I've said it to her, these transparency statements. And oh my gosh, the people inside of the course have really changed their, not changed, but they have really said that when they use these things, it allows them to move forward in the conversation. Have you ever felt like you've gotten stuck in a conversation with your spouse? Mm -hmm. These are opportunities to like <laughs> break the dam and, and move downstream, and like actually be productive with the conversation. And I, I'm just so proud of what we've created. And I'm so honored to be able to have people trust this process. And there's the thing, you can't trust the process if there's not a process to trust. We have yeah. created a, like a guide around how to do these things that gives people hope. And it's not just saying, here's a concept. It's here's a concept and here's a way to implement it today. So that, and you know, I was skeptical about the, that part too. And we're going to get into that next week. And, uh, and that again, I think it's the final pieces of the puzzle that we have put together so that you can have a magnetic marriage and you can be more connected in your conversation styles and scripts. And you can feel like you are really stepping into the yeah. person that you, you want to be. And it's amazing. So, so April, once again, third week in April yes. when we're, was when we were releasing this. If you want to move to the front of the line, tell me how you can move to the front of the line. Uh, Tonyoverbay.com slash magnetic. Go there Dude. right this very second and, uh, and just, just sign up right there and, uh, get to the front of the line. Like you don't need to wait, man. You don't need to wait. Like your relationship deserves it. We have come off uh, a rough year for a lot of people. Mm. Let's, Let's not have the next year be rough too. Like how much easier is it if your relationship is on course and by it, I mean life, how much easier is life? How much easier yeah. is your parenting? How much easier is your business? How much easier is your, when you get a flat tire, it's just easier when you know, you have that connection in your relationship. And so this is a, a way for you to step into that in a way that you deserve. And people are, having really, really big shifts with it. And it's so fun to be a part of, man. So fun. It really is. Okay. Uh, Preston, will you come back one more time? Let's do it.
Let's do it. Okay, so we will see everybody next week. Part three, go to TonyOverbay.com slash magnetic, and uh, we will see you next week. Uh, Preston Pugmire, thank you so much. Compressed emotions flying past Our heads and out the other end The pressures of the daily grind It's wonderful Elastic waste and rubber ghost I'm floating past the midnight hour They push aside the things that matter Strengths and power.